Welcome back to our second episode of our podcast. Drinks and football. Drinks and football. Yep. And today, what are we drinking today? We're drinking the Maker's Mark penicillin, which is a recipe for a penicillin cocktail taken straight from the Maker's Mark website. So if you are curious about this, you can go on their website and look it up, or you can wait till Saturday when we'll upload a video showing how we made this drink. And our YouTube channel is Drinks and Chill. You can find this podcast there along with some other videos as well, in case you're not actually on our channel right now. Absolutely. So last week, we actually talked about our... Um, yeah, we made our predictions yeah, for uh, the go. NFL week four. Jim and I each picked our own predictions, so he may have done better than I did or vice versa. But uh, let's take a look. Thursday night football was the Bengals and Jaguars. We both picked Cincinnati, so we got that. Yep. That was a close game. It was. It was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Jacksonville, like, basically came out the gates, right? Mm-hmm. With a 14-0 yeah. start. And that was surprising. And then all of a sudden, Cincinnati came back. Yeah. And the score ended at... 24-21. The fact that Joe Burrow was really good with his throws, Trevor Lawrence actually did a lot better than I thought. Yeah. Fun fact, they were up, you know, by 14 points. That is only the second time in his career, both in NFL and college, that Trevor Lawrence has given up a 10-point lead. Really? Uh-huh. The first Dang. time was against Joe Burrow in the national championship game. Oh, <laughs> wow. So apparently Joe Burrow's his Achilles heel right there. Yeah. Uh, the next one was Washington and Atlanta. We both guessed that one correctly. Uh, Washington won 34-30. That's the one we were looking at. Uh, Houston and Buffalo. That was, you picked Buffalo too, right? I did. Okay. It's kind of hard to go against Buffalo on that one. Yeah. Bills won 40-0. to zero. That's a lot. And then the next one was the Bears and the Lions. Now, I actually picked Detroit on this one. So did I. I didn't think uh, Chicago would have done as well as they did. Mm-hmm. And apparently they proved me completely wrong. And <laughs> David Montgomery went, what was the yards that David Montgomery went? David Montgomery had 106 yards and two touchdowns. Yep. So he was the full focus on that game there. And mm-hmm. that's probably one of the reasons that they won there. Uh, next game after that was Carolina and Dallas. Yeah, and we both chose differently on that one. Yeah. I chose Carolina, and I you chose, chose Dallas. Dallas. Going against Dallas, that was terrible of me there. <laughs> uh, Indianapolis and Miami, that was... And I think uh, we both chose differently on that one, right? No, no we, we chose the same? We, okay. both, we both chose Miami. And, and uh, we both failed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the Colts got their first win of the season, so, yeah. you know, good for Which, them. Which is good for them, because um, Carson wins... Yeah, he, he needed that. Yeah, he needed that. And so. uh, Carson Wentz, he uh, had 228 yards, two touchdowns. So he had a pretty de- he had a pretty good game yeah. in that uh, matchup there. So that's good. Next was the Browns Cleveland and the Vikings. and Minnesota. Oh, I, I feel like that's something to talk about here. Cleveland with yeah. Baker Mayfield. He didn't do a very good job. Did he didn't he? do anything. And I'm, I'm going to talk about Cleveland here a little bit later. Baker Mayfield didn't do anything, and he's going to need to do something. So... Um, we'll come back to that one because I do want to talk about that one. Giants and Saints. Which is a surprising thing because, mm-hmm. well, it's surprising but not surprising because New Orleans has been up and down lately, right? Yeah. And they either do very good or very poorly. And they lost to a team that hadn't had any wins yet. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then they beat the Packers by like 50 points in week one. So uh, calm down. It was only like 30 <laughs> something, but. Yeah, that was a surprise for me. So we both guessed wrong on that one. And uh, speaking of guessing wrong, 
Titans at Jets. Jets won 27-24. Yep, another surprising win. So in that one... But um, Zach, Zach Wilson, Wilson did a pretty yeah. good job on that game, right? 297 yards. And two touchdowns, and he did a, a terrible interception, which he does every game. But yeah. the fact that he only got one interception this game is mm-hmm. an improvement. He had more touchdowns than he did interceptions. Exactly. Almost 300 yards. Yep. And then we had the Chiefs and the Eagles, and that one was easy to pick. Although I feel like the Eagles, but the game was so fight. much closer than what. Like I thought it was going to be like a basically a blowout, but it wasn't a blowout. It was a really close game, and I think the reason for wait was it a close game? I think it was a close game, right? Yeah, forty two thirty. It was forty two thirty, but it was it felt close. It was pretty that. yeah, but it was pretty close throughout the game. But I think that's due to. Mahomes' defense. I mean, the Kansas City defense is just... They're not able to do anything. They have to outscore their opponents. I mean, well, obviously, you have to outscore yeah. your opponent to win, but, but they, it seems have like they have to do win like... on offense. They yeah. can't win on defense. They can't expect to hold their... Look at this. Patrick Mahomes, five touchdowns, one interception, 278 yards. Jalen Hurts, 387 yards and two touchdowns. They made Jalen Hurts look good. If Jalen Hurts can play like that, then they'll be able to beat the teams that they should beat yeah the other teams in the division not maybe not dallas but definitely new york and washington i think they should be able to beat those teams pretty easily next arizona and rams Rams. all right so i picked the rams on this one so did i because i thought matthew stafford was going to be dominant but it turns out Kyler Murray yeah. is in the MVP race. Yeah, well, he had a decent game. 268 yards, two touchdowns. And I think he's in rushing yards. But you're right. Kyler Murray had 39 rushing yards as well. So we yeah. got that one wrong. Yep. Um, Seattle and San Francisco. I picked San Francisco. I picked Seattle. So, yeah, you got that one right. <clears throat> I can't go against um, Russell Wilson, especially yeah. in the first half of the year. Second half... You probably would have gotten me on that one, but... Looking on uh, San Francisco's side, Jimmy Garoppolo had 165 yards, and then they actually sent Trey Lance into the game. Yep. And he threw for 157 and two touchdowns. I, I think Trey Lance may be a weird answer. He puts a different dimension in the game mm-hmm. with running, but he's just not accurate right now. I'm not sure if it's the game's too fast for him at the moment, but the fact that he could br- bring an extra dimension to the game... With yeah. his running abilities, I think they may do very good towards the end of the season. Yeah, definitely. Baltimore and Denver. Baltimore won 23-7. I picked Baltimore too, and I feel like it's hard to go against Lamar Jackson. Denver's defense didn't show me that they were able to compete with the with the higher-end teams. Yeah. And I was hoping they would, but this one they didn't show me. I think we sort of saw Denver's true colors in this game. And then we had the Green Bay and Pittsburgh. Yep, the Steelers at your Packers. Okay. Green Bay won. Green Bay won that game, Mm -hmm. which I'm ecstatic for. Yeah. I feel like it was closer than it should have been. I saw so many chances where they should have basically dominated that game. And there was a fumble, poor decisions, the offside issue. You know what? I think he was offside, but that's, um, that's me. Being biased. Well, we may talk about that more later. And then finally, the big game of that week was Tampa Bay and New England. We both picked Tampa Bay, and they just barely made it out. Yes. I mean, if it wasn't for that missed field goal, they would have won. Yeah. I feel like that was a very odd Belichick move. Mm -hmm. But we'll talk about that more in in a segment coming up here. Yeah, we will. But I I just feel like it's an odd move. 
And then finally, we had Las Vegas Raiders at the LA Chargers. Chargers won. I picked the Raiders. I picked the Chargers. You know what? I came by lucky on that one. Because I felt Derek Carr was coming back on that game. I thought the Chargers would like outscore him, and that's the reason why. Derek Carr was doing very well in that second half. Got two touchdowns and less than, what, a quarter? Yeah. So, so yeah, we just went through all the games, and uh, after all our picks were taken, I think uh, I think you won the week. I'm 10-6. All right, I'm 9-7. and seven. We'll see how this uh, continues on for the yep. rest of the... Uh, and stick around to the end because we'll go ahead and do our week five projections. Exactly. Now that we've gone through our results from the last week, yep. uh, just kind of want to talk about a few things. So the Dallas Cowboys, they seem to be pretty on fire right now. Dak Prescott showed no signs of slowing down, especially after that mm-hmm. gruesome injury he had. So, I mean, he's looking yeah. very good. Ezekiel Elliott had one of the best games he's ever had um, yep, this past that, week. That running game is just so good right now. The only, I guess, weak link in the Dallas Cowboys almost seems to be their coach because he's had a couple of questionable play calls and questionable decisions. And, of course, he was the coach of your team, the Green Bay Packers, for yep. a long time. So, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on, on Mike McCarthy in general? I, I don't know because when he was with Green Bay and with Aaron Rodgers, I, I felt like Aaron Rodgers was making more decisions than Green Bay. But during that time when news broke out that he was going to be fired with the Arizona game, which was not a very good game at all. They lost terribly to a a poor team that year. And it seemed like, okay, you know what? I think it's time to move on. But I didn't think they were going to move on at that time period. I thought they were going to go ahead and wait till the end of the season. But no, they they cut him after that game, which was a weird feeling because he did win a championship with us. I remember being surprised by that because I know they had had a losing season the year before that. Yeah, and then they and were, that was another losing season that year too. Yeah, but the fact that they would fire him like halfway through the year, I mean, there have been and it wasn't halfway through the year either. I think it was like, I think he only had like four or, games left. Yeah, or partway through the years. Yeah, like I guess what I mean. Four, three years left. Hindsight, like, oh, it was probably like the best decision because of what Matt Lafour has done with the team. But the fact that this team is doing fairly well right now, mm-hmm. and he's not calling the plays on offense. No. Do you think they're doing well? Like, do you think McCarthy is part of the reason they're doing well, or do you think they're doing well in spite of McCarthy being there? And that's hard to say right now, and because it's only four games in. Well, not not only that, like Kellen Moore, I think he's good at play calling, but I don't know if he's good at managing the whole entire team. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Speaking of good coaches, um, there was another big game that happened this week. Uh, Bill Belichick versus Tom Brady. Oh my gosh, that was such an exciting game. It was, wasn't it? It was. I was expecting Tampa Bay to just run away with it, honestly. Oh, absolutely. But... I thought because of Tom Brady's... All the media hype and everything, mm-hmm. and Tom Brady's dead focus to beat this team. Tom, Brady didn't play very well. Nope. And I don't know if he was just having an off day or. But they didn't have Gronk in the. That's true. So I don't know how much of an impact that would have made, mm-hmm. but he didn't have him. And also, Mike Evans and Antonio Brown, they were dropping passes that they should have been catching. Yep. At some points, they didn't seem like they knew where the ball was going. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Mag Jones was doing. How do I say this? He was playing beyond expectations Mm -hmm. in that game. I mean, everybody thought that the Patriots were going to be losing by 30 points. He was composed. Composed. Yeah. Yeah. He was 31 for 40, which is like over 70%. And he did like 18 uh, 18 passes without 20. 20? Mm -hmm. He did 20? 20 passes in a row. 20 completions in a row. 
Uh, he was 31 for 40 in the game, threw for 275 yards, uh, two touchdowns. He did have an interception, but I mean, you know, that's rookie mistake. Yeah. And he did enough to win the game. Mm-hmm. At the very end, they lost by a field goal. And a missed field goal that hit the left upright. I don't know. That that field goal to me was, was questionable. Brady won, but just barely. And then, you know, everyone's saying that after the game, Brady and Belichick talked for like 20 minutes. and I, Yeah, I, without no cameras, no one else. It was just them two. Yeah. You kind of have to wonder what that conversation was like. Kind of want to be a fly on that wall, right? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, moving on. Packers. They hosted the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yep. And they won that game 27-17. What are your thoughts on that game, being a Packers fan? I felt like that game was a lot closer than it should have been. Yeah. There was a lot of missed opportunities for the Packers to run away with that game. Ben Rosberg didn't play that well. And I don't know if that was our defense or if that was him. Mm-hmm. But we should have run away more. Now, there was that offsides, non-offsides during that um, what would have been a return kick of a field goal. It's not what cost them the game. No. I mean, they had numerous chances afterwards. Mm-hmm. They had numerous chances before. And Ben Rosberg completely missing passes over and over i feel like that game should have been a lot basically a, a lot less scored yeah. because there was one one series during it they went all four downs and rogers passed or matt lafour and rogers all pass on all four downs mm-hmm. and you can't do that especially when the running game was doing pretty well during the time all right well enough about my team <laughs> Let's go with yours. Uh-huh. So the Cleveland, what, Browns. barely escaped? Yeah, um, it was close all game. I think the Vikings actually, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Vikings actually scored first. And Baker Mayfield didn't do his best showing. He didn't game. do anything in that game. He had 155 yards, uh, 15 for 33 passing. Okay, that's 45% completion rate, 155 yards. Now, he didn't make any mistakes. He didn't throw any interceptions or anything. But we can't be having him missing over half of his passes and only throwing for 155 yards. I mean, our defense won that game. I would even say our defense won the game in Chicago. In this game, Nick Chubb had 100 yards. Kareem Hunt had 69 yards. That's uh, rushing. That's not going to work against teams like the Chargers, who we're playing next week. Yep. If we're going to beat teams like that, Baker Mayfield needs to step it up. Our defense can win against teams like the Vikings and the Bears, but if we're going to win against teams like the Chargers, the Chiefs, even the teams in our own division like the Ravens and the Bengals, Baker Mayfield is going to have to show up. He targeted Odell Beckham Jr. seven times, and he only caught two of those. So you think Odell Beckham is the issue? Like Baker Mayfield feels like he has to pass him the ball in order to get involved or else he's going to throw a fit? I think Baker Mayfield seeks out Beckham. I don't think that's what he should do. He should he should seek out whoever he thinks is is the best. Now, he may look in the field and think that, oh, Odell has the best shot of catching this. I don't know. But I just know that last year, after Odell Beckham got hurt, we saw a completely different Baker Mayfield. He was, he was going through his progressions. He was passing the ball to numerous receivers, yeah. not just one. Well, Jarvis Landry was his... His main focus is mm-hmm. number one target, but... And he's hurt right now. He he played against... Uh, well, he was throwing the ball to Peoples Jones. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like that combination of Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham just doesn't work. And I don't know if it's any fault of either one of them. And even with Jarvis Landry hurt, I think if Odell Beckham wasn't in that game and Baker Mayfield was forced to look for 
someone else. He's trying to throw these deep passes to Odell Beckham that aren't going anywhere. He needs to figure out his game. If we're going to beat, if we're going to win next week, he needs to figure out his game. Yeah. There was a questionable decision made at the end of the Ravens-Broncos game by Jim Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh was with Michigan. Uh, yeah. I can never remember which one is which. <laughs> but there was a questionable decision made by Harbaugh to go for those last few yards to get the team rushing streak. The, the game against Denver, Baltimore hit 43 games in a row of 100 rushing yards or more, which is a record that was set back in the 70s by the Steelers. And there's a lot of mixed feelings about whether he should have done that because they were already beating the Broncos by a good amount. I, I think multiple touchdowns, right? It had to be multiple touchdowns. It was, I believe it was 16 points, 23 to 7. So they were winning by 16 points, and they went for it like with four seconds left. What's your take on that? I think pride had a lot to do with it. I think one, keeping that streak alive, mm-hmm. and two, Baltimore Ravens and Pittsburgh Steelers is one of the. It's a great rivalry. One of the best rivalry out there. It's. I put it on par to Green Bay and Bears rivalry. And I think the fact that it was the Pittsburgh Steelers rivalry, he's like, you know what? No, we're going to be beating this record. Yeah. That's a record that takes at least three seasons, or not at least, but it takes three seasons because this is, you know, 43 games. That's going to be over multiple seasons. Yep. So if you don't get it here, you're going to, okay, well, let's just, you know, make sure we do it for the next 42 games. And you said in the 70s, right? Yeah. Look how many years went by before mm-hmm. we even got someone close to that. Yeah, I don't. I don't have an issue with it, other than you know the just the the chance of someone getting hurt. And I feel like that is sort of a low risk play anyway. Uh, and they the, looked like they were going to go ahead and do a kneel down, but they faked them out and did a yeah. a running play with the quarterback. So I feel like Lamar Jackson's okay with it. Mm-hmm. The whole team was okay with it. That's a morale boost for the team. Yeah. Yeah, and th- they have this record that they're trying to break. Next week, they're going to be trying to break that record. Exactly. And I know Vic Fangio was upset about it, but I mean, honestly, I feel like he was just mad that he lost. He was more that he lost. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. Let's go ahead and get into week five. Thursday night football. Rams and Seattle. Seattle. Ooh, I picked the Rams. I did too. I had picked Seattle initially, but then I was like, "Ah, you know what? I think the Rams are just the better team. And especially coming off that loss to Arizona, they're going to be trying for a win. That's exactly what I thought, too. And I, I had trouble voting against Russell Wilson. I had trouble voting against a Seattle home game. We got Sunday's game. Mm-hmm. New York Jets at Atlanta. I picked the Jets. I picked Atlanta. I think Zach Wilson finally is comfortable with, with the NFL. Yeah. And I think he'll do very well. I picked Atlanta just because it is at home. And I feel like Atlanta is just the better team between those two. The Jets beat a Titans team that was missing a lot of players uh, for injury. Julio Jones wasn't playing. And I and they barely won the game. Yeah. Green Bay and Cincinnati. Oh, my gosh. I picked Green Bay. I did, too. I had no reason why, <laughs> other than being biased. Yeah. Seriously. Cincinnati's defense good. looked good. Their and quarterback looks good. Their offense is good. It's in Cincinnati. I'm still picking Green Bay. It's going to be a tight game. I'm so scared of that game. <laughs> I'm terrified. Detroit and Minnesota. I picked Minnesota. I picked Detroit. Detroit has to win its game. I'm going to keep picking Detroit until it's won the game. <laughs> I'm bound to win at one point. Like, they can't go 0-17. Zero and zero and or up to this past week, I thought that Detroit had just been unlucky. But after seeing how they were against the Bears, I'm wondering 
if they're just if they're losing these games just because they're a bad team. Like, are they unlucky or do they just suck? I think they're just unlucky. But Detroit has to win one game. <laughs> All right. Denver and Pittsburgh. I picked Pittsburgh. I picked Denver. I know Denver has a lot of injuries. I know Teddy Bridgewater. He's he's in concussion protocol right now. Yeah. But I think that Denver. I think Denver's a good team, and they've got a great defense. The way that Ben Roethlisberger has been struggling, I don't know if he's going to be able to do very much against that defense. So that's why I picked Denver. Miami and Tampa Bay. What do you think? Tampa Bay. Battle of the Florida teams. Tampa Bay. (laughs) Yeah, Tampa Bay. Moving on. I mean, that's. Hard to go against. Yeah. All right. New Orleans and Washington. I went with Washington on this one. I'm going Washington too. Okay. I think Washington has the better defense. Mm-hmm. And Winston is too inconsistent. I feel like whenever New Orleans is involved, it's just like, you just don't know. They're going to be either like, whoa, or they're going to be either like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia at Carolina. I'm going with Carolina. Same as these. I think Carolina has a better defense. Mm-hmm. It's in Carolina. I think they're going to be sour about their loss to Dallas. Yeah. Tennessee at Jacksonville. You know what? I'm going with Jacksonville in this one. I did too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Trevor Lawrence has to win his first game somewhere. Yeah. I've... But then this whole news broke out about Urban Meyer. I don't know if you heard about it or not. I but heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how that's going to affect it, but I feel like this is their game to win. New England and Houston. I'm going New England here. Yep, so am I. Mac Jones looked decent in the game against Tampa Bay. Actually, a lot of the rookies looked decent this last uh, this past week, but I think this is going to be his time to shine against Houston. And Houston sucks. Yeah. All right, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Chicago at Las Vegas. I'm going with Las Vegas on this one. Same. I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. Derek Carr is going to put on a new level, and he may be able to do something in the first half and be able to outscore Chicago. The Giants in Dallas. Oh really? You're just gonna you're gonna be like that. <laughs> the Cleveland and Chargers. Uh, I'm going with Cleveland. I went with Cleveland too. Now, if Baker Mayfield plays the way he did against the Vikings, I don't see us winning that game. If he plays the way he did against the Chiefs earlier in the year, even though we lost that game, I still think we have a shot of winning this one. He was 21 for 28 in that game. That's all we need from him. And if he does like that, I think we can beat the Chargers. But if he does again, like in against Minnesota, then yeah, we're gonna be in trouble. <laughs> I went with Cleveland. That's it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> all right. <laughs> New York Giants and Dallas. 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 Yeah. I feel like the win against whoever they win against New Orleans. I feel like that was a fluke. Yeah. So Dallas. All right. San Francisco and Arizona. 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 Uh, Kyler Murray just. A different person. Now Arizona is the only team now that does not have any losses, and I nope. think I think they're going to stay undefeated after Week Five as well. So Buffalo and Kansas City. Oh my gosh, this should be exciting tonight football game. So this is another one that I picked one team initially, and then I changed my mind. I'm taking Buffalo. I picked Kansas City initially because mostly because it was in Kansas City, but then I started thinking Kansas City doesn't have a defense. And Buffalo just won their last game 40-0. So I think that Buffalo can score on this team. So, I mean, yeah, I just I think Buffalo is going to take this game. It may even be a blowout. Do you think it's, they're a powerhouse team? Or are you waiting after this team itself to say that they're a powerhouse? Okay, so the loss of the Steelers in week one, 16-23, one possession game. 
And then the next week, they beat the Dolphins 35-0. to And then they beat the football team 43-21. to And then they beat the Texans 40-0. to They dominate the bad teams. Mm-hmm. They dominate the bad teams. But... And that's like college. You need to dominate the bad teams and play mm-hmm. good against the good teams. Yeah. In the NFL, the that disparity doesn't exist in the NFL as much as it does in college. Oh, yeah, because so the it's the whole teams, power rankings team yeah. thing. So even the bad teams in the NFL are still going to be pretty good, and they're still probably going to get a score in there. So the fact that they beat both of those teams, the Dolphins and the Texans, both of whom have wins this year, Yep. the, both, the fact that they, they shut out both of those teams, this is just... This is a, a different caliber team we're looking at. And I think Josh Allen finally hit that stride. I'm going Buffalo, and I think he's finally going to get over that hump with Patrick Mahomes. And Indianapolis and Baltimore. Indianapolis at Baltimore. 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 Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I don't I don't trust Carson Wentz that much. I know Indianapolis won, but it was against Miami, who is not a great team. Baltimore is looking good, and they're going to be going for that record we were talking for earlier. So they're going to come into this game. Like full steam. Something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to him during the Philadelphia days, but he was doing very good, and all of a sudden he just fell off that cliff. So, mm-hmm. so those all are picks for week five. Week five. We're only in week five, so there's still a lot of time left. I think after week six, we should be concerned with some of these teams because of the whole extra added game. Week six, we'll start to kind of get an idea of okay, these are the teams that are going to be, you know, competitive going- or not mm-hmm. competitive. Yeah. So. Well, uh, that's going to be it for our uh, second episode here of Drinks in Football, talking about week four and week five. Let us know uh, down in the comments, if you're watching this on YouTube, let us know down in the comments uh, what you think, what are your picks for week five. Until next week, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.